Welcome to day 172 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul. You're with Cindy, David, and Matt. As we continue our uh, through the story of the prophets, uh, prophets are a beautiful bridge between the Old Testament and the New Testament where uh, we see the judgment of God, but not only do we see the judgment of God, we uh, begin to see the hope that we have in God. When we come to you know Jeremiah 20, this will be the low point uh, you know, for Jeremiah. Uh, you know, last year when we did the story, you know, of uh, of scripture, uh, we saw Elijah, you know, come to a moment where he was deeply depressed. He had given himself fully to the work of the Lord, and uh, he shrunk back in the fears of you know a queen uh, who really should have been of no consideration you know to him at all. We hear you know Jeremiah in chapter twenty feeling the weight, you know, as he comes up against you know one of his uh, bitter rivals, feeling the weight of God's call in his life, and even despairing. Uh, of his own life. And so we see a lot of uh, Jeremiah's humanity and the difficult of God's call on his life in this chapter. And then even chapters like this are, are written for our encouragement and for our profit. They're written to build us up in Christ Jesus. They're re- written to give us a reflection of our, our heart and character and to uh, call us you know, closer to the heart of the Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your grace and the grace in which you've given it. We thank you for stories that are encouraging and warm to our hearts. And we also thank you for warnings that uh, sometimes even astound us in in the gravity uh, of the issues that are at stake in following you. Uh, We thank you for people like Jeremiah who have been faithful, but we thank you more than that for a God who is always faithful to the ones that he has called. you're a good God. As we read your word, may you breathe your life into us, and may you stir our heart and affection toward you. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. And in Jeremiah 20, when the priest Pashur, son of Emor, the official in charge of the temple of the Lord, heard Jeremiah prophesying these things, he had Jeremiah the prophet beaten and put in stocks at the upper gate of Benjamin at the Lord's temple. The next day when Pashur released him from the stocks, Jeremiah said to him, The Lord's name for you is not Pashur, but terror on every side. For this is what the Lord says, I will make you a terror to yourself and all your friends with your own eyes. You will see them fall by the sword of their enemies. I will give all of Judah into the hands of the king of Babylon, who will carry them away to Babylon or put them to the sword. I will deliver all the wealth of this city into the hands of their enemies, all of its products, all of its valuables, and all the treasures of the king of Judah. They'll take it away as plunder and carry it off to Babylon. And you, Pashur, and all who live in your house will go into exile to Babylon. There you will die and be buried, you and all your friends to whom you have prophesied lies. You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You overpowered me and prevailed. I am ridiculed all day long. Everyone mocks me. Whenever I speak out, proclaiming violence and destruction, so the word of the Lord has brought me insult and reproach all day long. But if I say I will not mention his word or speak any more in his name, his word in my heart is like a fire, a fire set up in my bones. I'm weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. I hear many whispering terror on every side. Denounce him. Let's denounce him. All my friends are waiting for me to slip, saying, Perhaps he'll be deceived. Then we can prevail over them. Then we can take our revenge. But the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior, so my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. They will fail and be thoroughly disgraced. Their dishonor will never be forgotten. Lord Almighty, you examine the righteousness and probe the righteous and probe the heart and the mind. Let me see your vengeance on them. 
for to you I've committed my cause. Sing to the Lord, give praise to the Lord. He rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked. Cursed be the day I was born. May the day my mother bore me not be blessed. Cursed be the man who brought my father the news, who made him very glad, saying, A child is born to you, a son. May the man uh, like the towns the Lord overthrew with pity. May he hear wailing in the morning, a battle cry at noon. For he did not kill me in the womb. With my mother is my grave, her womb enlarged forever. Why did I ever come out of the womb to see the trouble and sorrow and to end my days in shame? You have a you know a typical lament in the mm-hmm. first part of this where Jeremiah begins you know to lodge his complaint and call on God to act on his behalf and then he resolves it with wonderful worship but the worship in this case quickly descends back into despondency and despair As a matter of fact this is the height of you know Jeremiah's despair he said now I wish I wasn't born and you know job had the very same prayer cursed be the day that I was born. Mm-hmm. You know, that they set me on my mother's knee and said a child, a boy has been born into this world. And this is a deep sense of despair of living in a broken world, proclaiming a message that no one wants to hear. And, of course, being the ridicule of of every one of his friends. And uh, you you get the humanity of this. Sometimes we live in a ragged world and we feel the ragged edges and we have ragged emotions. And uh, we find those, uh, you know, in, in, in Good men of God, you know, as well. Yeah, even our Lord, you know, in the, the garden said, if, you know, is said, I'm in despair to the point of death, mm-hmm. you know, and he prayed, Father, if there's any way this cup can pass from me. Uh, so we see that ugliness of a broken world and sometimes the, the height and the depth of emotions that it can bring to the people of God you know, in this passage. No, I love the the honesty that the scripture brings time and time again. We see not only here with Jeremiah where he's just kind of lamenting and pouring out his heart and maybe saying some things that he would even maybe regret down the road, but we even see scripture all the time talking about the failings of men, even men that we hold in high esteem. And, mm-hmm. and so as someone who is broken, living in a broken world, I greatly appreciate getting to see kind of the heart Mm-hmm. Of Jeremiah here, as he's just kind of moving from you know, sing to the Lord, give praise to the Lord, and like, oh my gosh, why am I even born? <laughs> you know, he's just he's all over the place, and yes. man, in our culture, we it's this is not appropriate. You know, like you need to act like you have everything together mm-hmm. and everything's great and very well polished on the outside, but we know that's not reality that most of us are living in. We are a mess inside, and we do have these ups and these downs and these these things that are frustrating us and, and also causing us to pray. We're, we're a mixed bag. And so just loving, I, I, I really appreciate seeing that. And hopefully this brings a little bit of comfort to those that are listening as well, that this is humanity um, and it's okay. You know, he, but someone he, came he to fix began, it. So you deceived me, Lord. And I was deceived. In other words, this is not the expectation that I had. You know, when you called me, I, I knew from the beginning it was going to be a hard calling. But this has gone beyond even you know my anything I would have imagined, and the grief that I would have imagined, the agony I would have imagined, you know, both to announce your coming judgment and see people be indifferent, and then to know that it's looming, uh, and uh, you even have you know the sense, and a lot of us you know do. You know, we thought, you know, the Lord was calling us to something completely different. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he said, I, I feel like I've been deceived. And obviously he wasn't deceived. His expectations, you know, were wrong. And this is, 
you know, more convinced than ever. It's one of the reasons we need to be just continual readers of the prophets and the psalmists is just being reminded that the Christian life is not always just a life full of, you know, happiness or, I mean, we tend to read Paul's letters and focus on the aspects of joy, you know, and joyful. And he certainly was that amidst the times, you know, he says, was in, when he's talking about rehearsing all the struggles he went through, he said, uh-huh. we're sorrowful, but always rejoicing. And we're like, see, he was rejoicing. He's like, no, but he had deep sorrow, you know, no. and, and we're seeing that mix here where Jeremiah is wrestling with this deep sorrow, deep suffering, you know, mixed in with, with, with some joy and but but quickly back to sorrow and, and realizing, man, I, I feel the weight of brokenness. I feel the longing for God to to act in restoration. And, and of course, you know, God can even use our you know, use our suffering and he promises to use our suffering not only to mold our heart and character, but for us to identify with who he is and what he suffered mm-hmm. on our behalf. Uh, you know, none of us have, you know, suffered uh unjustly and none of us have suffered you know to the point of what christ has yeah. you know suffered so even in our suffering you know paul calls it the fellowship of sharing in his suffering yeah uh which is is kind of crazy but he said even in my suffering i have opportunity to know him in a way i never would have in which his glory becomes even you know greater you know to me well we could even i mean we tend to look at sorrow and and suffering as signs that maybe god's not present with us mm-hmm. or we've you know and you could argue that as you read this mm-hmm. that jeremiah has been faithful and that's why he's experiencing so much sorrow and suffering yeah. mm-hmm. you know and so in our in our mm-hmm. deep sorrow it may be that we're actually where god you know wants us to be and he's more present than mm-hmm. we realize now c.s lewis calls it the uh, gift nobody wants <laughs> and uh you know and, and even when you see the you know the beatitudes and the beautiful warmth of the beatitudes the poor in spirit those who are meek those who are mourn, those who hunger for righteousness those who bring and make peace and, and then finally you know, those who are persecuted in other words this will not necessarily lead to a life when everybody turns around in amazement you know what god is doing in your life many will oppose you and many will persecute you and of course that is mm-hmm. exactly uh, what jeremiah you know is sensing and feeling in this moment and as i look at this i mean i realize the suffering that jeremiah is experiencing but i can't help but even think of the passage from first peter where he talks about christ and his suffering and where he talks about that he entrusted himself into the hands of the one who judges justly or rightly and so i mean that's i mean that almost sounds like you're talking to job as one of his friends you know but um i mean there really is that hope we can't know their hearts um you know jeremiah says that you probe the heart and mind let me see your vengeance on them but that's that's god's business yeah. and that's, all, that's of course all. we're only job's friends when we diagnose somebody else's suffering <laughs> Uh, rather than, uh, you know, looking back and trusting, you know, God and mm-hmm. say, well, you're obviously suffering because of. But, you know, Jeremiah is, is in a hard place. He said, mm-hmm. when I speak out, it brings nothing but pain mm-hmm. and rejection. But your words, you know, I love this burn in me mm-hmm. so much that I can't speak. I'm in mm-hmm. a place where, you know, you are my God and you put your words in my heart and they burn in me like a fire. I have yeah. to speak out. I don't want to speak out and just see the tension, you know, between the, you know what it means to be a prophet, to speak God's truth in hard ways and hard places at hard times. Mm-hmm. So, if- Matt, why don't you close us with a word of prayer? <clears throat> yeah, let's pray. Father, we thank you that you are the faithful one, the one who not only enters into um, us in in our suffering and in our distress, but um, 
the one who has suffered on our behalf. Um, Father, we we thank you for the grace we have in Christ, and and Father, we thank you for hard passages like this that remind us of the humanity of the um, the prophets, um, but also remind us of, of your sovereign care and um, in your providence. And so, Father, be with us today, be with us this weekend, um, be with us in our services as we um, worship you together, both in our joy and in our suffering and our sorrow. Uh, Father, would you be glorified? Would you attend to us? Um, we look forward to all you have in store for us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.